Don't do it. <laughs> Today, I'm going to talk about cars you shouldn't flip, the ones that, that don't work, the ones that I recommend against, the one I've lost money on uh, more than once. That doesn't usually happen, but let me help you help yourself. Hey, thanks for listening to the Flipping Genius podcast or watching if you're on the YouTube channel. And let's get right down to it. Which cars should you not buy? Well, you know, that's a little bit different probably for everybody. So I'm going to just talk from my own experience. And I want to invite you, if you've got more to add to the list or arguments for why my list is inaccurate, write me at flippingquestions at gmail.com. Go to the, the Car Flipping Forum on Facebook groups. Just type in Flipping Genius and you'll find us there. Share it with us there. And we'll talk about it more. But I'm going to start off with the ones that, man, I see them and I do not buy these things. The first one that comes to mind, I can't hardly believe it. Nissan Altimas. I would have never thought that would have happened back way, way back when, when I was looking at cars, when I was trying to figure this thing out uh, on a on a, uh, a business basis. I mean, I've been flipping cars for a long time and, and, and nearly always made money. But uh, someplace along the line, I don't have the exact date. You can share it with us if you've got it. And you can Google it and find out. But someplace, Nissan decided to start using these, these uh, CVT transmissions. And I just can't get over what a mess they've made of, 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 of a good name as far as I'm concerned. But I will not even touch them, especially when they come available in the price range that I like to buy stuff. Now, I don't know if they've corrected some things in more recent times. I don't want to disparage Nissan altogether because people are still buying them. But I know, I know that that is trouble and it is costly and it does not make sense. Now, I've, I've, I've come across a couple of them recently and I've actually referred them to some friends of mine who can do transmission work and they think it still makes sense to buy them, but it doesn't make sense for me to buy them, so I don't. Um, Cadillacs. I love Cadillacs. I do. I do. I, I, I'm a Cadillac man. I'm a Lincoln man. Grew up uh, in the in the the shadow of Detroit, so I I, I love the big old um, American luxury cars. Those are my favorites, and I've owned a whole bunch of Cadillacs that were great. I've owned. If you saw my my episode where I talked about my old sleds, I've had some '66 and '67 uh, Coupe Deville, Sedan Deville. Uh, I've had I've had a lot of caddies that I love, but and including I think a couple North Star engines. But for the most part, when I run into a North Star engine, I close the hood. I, I do not want to mess with that. My mechanic uh, Dennis Johnson and, and and Gary down at Dennis's have told me stay away, just stay away. You know, uh, we come across some that are nice. They they can be very nice looking cars, but I always say Cadillacs tell me when not to buy them. And I swear they do. When I look inside across the digital dashboard, it'll say uh, oil change needed or needs oil uh, replaced or whatever. And it says low coolant level. And, and a lot of times, a lot of times when you look in there, it'll actually say low uh, uh, windshield wiper fluid uh, uh uh, is low and i think i think that some some folks have figured out that if you let that get low it'll come up first and people won't see the bad stuff which the bad stuff's about the coolant 
and the oil and that means this this thing's got the engine is cooked basically um, and they can have 70 or 80,000 miles on them and already be toast so I just don't buy Cadillacs I can't help but look at them because I love those things but I walk away Saturn <laughs> Saturn's have, they made some good cars my beautiful bride had a very nice Saturn car when I met her it was a good old machine but Saturn came out with, you know, they don't make them anymore, I know, but they came out with a Saturn view, which I really like the looks of because it looks a lot, a lot like the vehicle that I drive, which I love. Uh, we're not going to talk about it because today we're talking about what not to buy. Do not buy is what I'm talking about. Saturn views. Do not buy them. Do not buy them. Transmission issues, engine issues. Walk away. Stay away. I don't buy them. Uh, and this is, and that's what I'm doing. I'm just telling you what I don't buy. If you got an argument with me, bring it on, man. Tell me. You can put it down in the notes on the YouTube channel. If you're if you're listening to the podcast, God bless you. Uh, you're not getting to see my pretty face unless you're on Spotify. If you'd like to see this beautiful mug, you can go to our YouTube channel and and you can uh, write your your comments down below. Good, bad, love to hear them. Um, but uh, this is these are just my opinions, and and they are you know, backed up with money in my pocket or money out of my pocket. And that's the best way to get to, to get, uh, to learn something. I think, uh, uh, General Motors, their SUVs, and I'm not going to go into the names of them. Um, the SUVs with the four cylinder engines have been very problematic. Um, I, I this, this is not going to be a highly technical episode. For one thing, I am not highly technical, you know that, uh, but but I generally stay away now. If I'm looking at them, chances are I'm looking at some high miles on on a, a, a General Motors, a Chevrolet, or a, or a, a GMC uh, SUV that's got 200,000 plus, and that doesn't usually scare me. 200,000 is no big deal to me. Um, I can sell a car with 200,000 miles. We can we got a lot of life left in a car that's got 200,000 miles. But these four-cylinder uh, GM and Chevy SUVs, stay away from them. I don't buy them. I don't. If they only have 120,000 miles on them, yeah, I'm looking at them. I like them. But because uh, they, they can be still nice cars, but uh, nice vehicles. But if they've got 185 and up, I would say I walk away. It's not. It's it's just not going to make you money uh, for one thing, and even if even if it is straight. But you're gonna to have to spend some money to get it straight, probably. And if you uh, are looking at one of these things with 230,000 miles on it, and it sounds okay, listen harder because you're gonna find some trouble there. I'm almost, I'm almost certain. Um, along the same lines, I don't mean to beat up Chevy uh, and, and and GM, but that's what's coming to mind as I start talking about these things. I'm not gonna give you a zillion because I will buy most things Chevy Malibus. I'll tell you right now, I've made some money on Malibus. I have. They're good-looking cars. I bought them where they were pretty nice. I've been able to clean them up and sell them to somebody else that was looking for transportation. If I can buy them with low enough miles, they can be pretty nice. But when you get a Chevy Malibu with a four-cylinder, be careful because I've had troubles with these two. Um, I'm not going to go into a tremendous lot of detail, but that's this is where my eyes go. I, I keep my head on a swivel, and I see things that I think this could be good. I go take a peek. I look at that odometer, and it usually makes me walk away from these. If they're at 185 and up, probably going to walk away. 
If they're down below 160, I'll take a look, but usually I'm not going to buy them then either. Not if they're going to sell them to me at my price. My price is low. You know that. Uh, the next one is just been on on my list for a long time. And again, the guys down at Dennis Johnson, especially Gary, have uh, uh, and Jeremy from way back. You, you might have heard Jeremy talk on the on the podcast back in episode 17. If you're listening right now, we're on episode 157. We've been doing this for a long time. So go back and listen. That, that one's a funny one. Uh, Jeremy and Gary especially talked me out of buying the next four vehicles that I'm going to talk about. BMW, Mercedes-Benz, Audi, and Volkswagen. Now, as a as a guy who who is uh, not real sophisticated, um, I'm attracted to pretty shiny things. These are pretty shiny cars. They really are. BMWs and Mercedes, especially. Audis are, are beautiful cars. Uh, and Volkswagens can be very nice to look at. But when they're sitting alongside the road, they are not very pretty. And when you find out how much it costs to repair them, they are not pretty at all. BMW, bring money with you. <laughs> Big money waster. This is what I was taught by my mechanics, and it stuck in my head. A lot of things don't stick up there, but this stuck in my head. And I find it true. Now, I've made some money on BMWs, a few of them. But for the most part, for a long time, I've stayed away from them. They can be beautiful cars, but uh, they can. I'll tell you the the problem that you run into here in the United States. Americans do not maintain their cars, and BMWs require maintenance. And and so when you get out of the uh, the, the the pattern that you need to be in when you maintain one of these cars, um, that car is like a time bomb and when that thing goes off it is expensive and you do not want to be holding the bag on that thing or holding the bomb i'm bad with these mixed metaphors lately mercedes-benz is pretty much the same story um i think maybe i think that they're a better car but i think i've had worse luck with mercedes-benz but i've stayed away from them too again a beautiful car you're going to be able to sell this thing but will you be able to sleep at night? Now, see, that's another problem I got. I know if I sell this car to somebody who can't really afford to maintain it, I'm just selling them a problem. So I like to I like to stay away from that. Again, if you've got disagreements with me, bring it on. Tell me why. I, I'll learn from you. I, I like to I like to learn too. And if you'd like to come and talk about some of these things on a future episode, everybody'd like to hear you. Um, it's not it's not a debate. I like I like to hear what other people have to say. Audis. I sold a, a really nice uh, diesel Ford truck to a, an Audi mechanic here. And that gentleman told me, and I believe him, that Audis are great cars up to about 100,000 miles and they are built to be disposed of at that point. Now, disposed of is a little harsh, but he said the same kind of thing. You're looking at maintenance. You've got to maintain them. People don't. They need to be moved and they really made the, 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 the mindset of the Audi buyer is set in place. Like when you get this thing into about 80, 90,000 miles, you don't want to own it. You want to move. Of course, they want you to trade in earlier than that. And, and he said Volkswagen is very similar to the same thing. So, so that's, that's it. This, there's my list in case you wonder, how does Randy know this stuff? <laughs> that's, that's my list of, of uh, and there's only, there's only uh, six, what is that? 
seven, eight, nine, uh, nine vehicles that I put on the list. I will buy most things. Um, I I mostly like cars. I mostly I mostly see the best in vehicles, but these are the ones that boom I stay away from because I do not want to lose money. Now there's probably some others I could I could think of um, if I if I sat here and dwelled on it, but um, but that's for me. Now I'll tell you for you, like I said, it is different for you. That's just the reality. Because you are different than me because of your skills, your abilities, your um, your bankroll. All these things are different. So I'm going to take one little break here and I'm going to come back and tell you another little secret about this. Okay, the secret, the secret is you got to know who you are. Like Gary, my mechanic, He's, he's actually the the the, the uh, director of operations for for my mechanic. He uh, he knows how to do everything in the car. He can replace an engine. He can replace a transmission. He knows how to do it. He's patient and he does it right. He also has I think five or six kids that he has to buy cars for. So right now Gary's looking for uh, some vehicles for his guys to drive. So I'm looking for vehicles for Gary to buy. I mean, I'm not going to sell them to him. I'm just trying to find him a deal because he's done a lot of good for me. And I know that Gary will buy things that I won't. Like, for instance, this week I found him a, a nice Nissan Altima with a bad transmission. That could be a good one for him. If he's got a transmission, he can drop it in there and get a few good years out of this thing. Um, I found a Dodge Dart that they said the engine ran well. It needed a transmission. That could be a good vehicle for Gary. It was not. It had 185,000 miles on it, and Gary said, that engine is probably cooked. Don't want any part of it. I had a sus suspicion looking at the pictures I got. Um, but but what's a good car to Gary and what's a good car to me are two different things, even though we're both, we're getting the work done basically at the same place. The fact is that I have to pay a higher price to get that repair done, where Gary his labor's free. Now, free is, you know, his time, but but it's still, that's how he looks at it. So if you're able, like uh, uh, Chris Lee out in, uh, out in uh, Chris, I think you're in uh, Utah, uh, there's a flipper who does all his own work and knows how to do things. He can buy something uh, that I'm not going to buy. Um, down in, in, in Texas, you, you might remember hearing from Vic 45. Vic, has a whole different level of skills and abilities so he can do more with it. Coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks, I, I, I don't have it scheduled yet. I, 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 I drive me crazy. I, I, I want to share this story, but uh, a good friend of mine, Jimmy, made a cross-country trip with a vehicle that he bought and, and, and got to write the entire trip with his wife off, enjoyed the heck out of it, came home and made some money. That's basically the story. He's done it several times. Well, Jimmy can do this because he's got a deeper pockets, deeper bankroll, and he's got a different target audience. He's got a whole different market than what I use. So he buys different cars. So what he stays away from, what I stay away from are two different things. What you want to stay away from, here's the secret. Stay away from losing money, because if you lose money too much, you won't be flipping jack. <laughs> Isn't that genius? That's just the truth. Know your limitations, know your skills, 
and stick to them. If you do, you'll make money at this thing. I do. Hey, I, I'm I, I'm going to apologize a little bit because this is another short episode. Uh, I've got a great episode coming up. We're gonna we're gonna video next week with a, another flipper from out west. He's got some great ideas, and again, he's got he's got a different perspective on things. I'm looking forward to sharing his story with you because you'll learn from him, and I'll learn from him too. At the same time, that's going to be fun. If you haven't listened to all of our our episodes, please do. We've got 158 plus episodes of Flipping Genius on wherever you listen to the podcast. Most of them now are also on video, and you can find those for the most part at our Flipping Genius YouTube channel. You also find a lot of other bonus videos there. You can go to flippinggenius.com, F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S.com, and you can find everything Flippin' Genius on there, including links to our resources page. We'll help you save money. You'll find uh, all of our video channel, links to all of our audio. You'll find uh, every episode right there. You're going to find everything that I can think of to give you to help you make more money right there at that website. And one of the things, and you probably saw some about it or heard something about it before, but if you didn't, consider becoming a flipping team member, a flipping partner, or a flipping champion. This is where I, we help you make more money directly. We, we interact with you one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, it doesn't cost a bunch of money, but if you invest a little bit of money, we help you make more money. That's that's really, the you know, the more contact I have with you, I believe the more money you're going to make. I make money, you make money. It's a beautiful country, right? <laughs> hey, let's work together. Let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.